Glitterball Podcasts. It's the end of another week in Britain's most famous house and another housemate has bitten the dust. Unfortunately, we have said goodbye to the iconic Hallie. And we've had another rule break and this time it was somebody I would have never expected. We're going to get into that and more in this week's second episode. Oh my God. What is going on in this house? But don't worry, we're going to unpack it all right now. Welcome to He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Before we get into the discussion, dissection and analysis of this episode, just a reminder, I'm not judging these housemates as total people. I'm judging them off the edit we are seeing, so please be kind and don't send any hate. It's only a game show. It's not that serious. Hello. And welcome to the next edition of He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. And we're here to talk about nominations and eviction and somebody landing in jail. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are here to talk about the eviction of Hallie, which is one that I kind of saw coming but was hoping I would be wrong about. I really liked Hallie as a housemate, so I'm deeply disappointed that she is no longer in Big Brother's watchful care. She, I think she had a lot more to give. Yes, was she immature in some points? She was, but I think she was good entertainment nonetheless with some of those strops. Like, for me, the quote of the series still stands as fuck your happy, happy, happy camp. Like, it's perfect. So I was very disappointed to see her go. I would have much preferred to have seen Dylan go over Hallie this week. Dylan is giving me nothing and just grinding my gears, but we'll get into that in a minute. The one that kind of wasn't a surprise also being up was Trish, because she has ruffled a lot of feathers with her comments during the ant task. Uh, So it was no big surprise to me that she was up this week. That was kind of foretold in her behaviour of the week. But before we get into the eviction of it all, we have to talk about Yin Run of all people landing in jail. Do you know what? I felt bad for Yin Run landing in jail for this because I don't think she meant any harm and Big Brother came down on her like a ton of bricks which I have a bit of an issue with because if you're going to go so lightly on Olivia and Hallie and not take away their nominations just let them kind of get away with everything Essentially, aside from putting them out in the freezing cold rain for a few hours, which I understand is a punishment in itself, but it's like you're not going to take away those nominations. Yet Yin Run, of all people, who isn't a rule breaker in that house, we've seen the rest of the house say it, you're going to take away her nominations and put her in jail? Although they did give her a much nicer jail. I'm just a bit like, hmm, that's a little curious to me. But maybe they were evolving the punishments as they went along. I just, it feels a tiny bit lopsided to me. 
However, Yin Run being in jail did give us an incredible television moment of the House coming together to protest Yin Run's imprisonment and beg for her freedom, even sending Jordan and Henry into the diary room as her legal counsel. This was great television. As much as I felt bad for Yin Run, it gave us wonderful television. So for that, we should be grateful. It certainly was a surprise end to the week, though. I did not see that coming. Even seeing the footage, as much as I went, "Uh uh-oh, this is not going to be received well by Big Brother, I didn't think they'd be that harsh to her, which is, is kind of interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how the punishments evolve as the rest of this series carries on, because clearly Big Brother is not messing around anymore. But let's talk eviction. So as I said, I was sad to see Hallie go. I do have one major complaint about these evictions. Well, actually two. So I still think there needs to be a better interview in the ITV2 and now ITV1 eviction shows. It feels incomplete and they're seeing such a massive drop-off where they could have big eyes on this eviction interview. Sure, it's reasonable retention because uh, Big Brother Late and Live seems to be doing good numbers kind of night on night, but you're wasting an opportunity, I personally think. And it just it's a bit jarring to sort of see them come out the house come down some stairs and then it's that's it for the episode and these interviews they feel a bit fluffy like they don't really feel like they're getting into anything other than surface level content if that makes sense it's just they're a bit of a nothing burger and it makes me a little sad because I feel like while they touched on some really good points with Hallie I could have dug around a bit more. I don't know. Um, I really do hope that AJ kind of settles into the role more. It feels to me like Will has taken to the show like a duck to water, which is really, really cool to see. But I feel like AJ is holding back and maybe that has to do with her previous experience on the show. But I love her and I just want her to do really well because I love her. So I'm like, come on, AJ, settle in strap in and let's do this. You know what I mean? Because she looks great every week, but I'm like, you need to give me more than just fashion, AJ. The other thing that is worth touching on this week is the bubbling and imploding. We'll get to that in our next episode, I promise. Love triangle with Jordan, Henry and Matty. And I'll give you some proper thoughts on that in our next episode, so we stay in chronological order. I know I'm behind. This is why you're getting a bunch of episodes to catch us up. It's interesting, but also... I don't think they're ever going to come to some resolution in this house. I feel like Jordan is too aware of the cameras and outside, and I feel like... He's struggling to articulate himself. Well, I don't know whether he'd articulate himself any better outside of the walls, but I feel like he's feeling a pressure of the cameras 
inarticulating himself, if that makes sense. Whereas Matty is a pretty open communicator, as is Henry. But I feel like Jordan is the stick in the mud, if that makes sense. I don't feel like he feels comfortable enough to articulate himself to either of those two at all. So it's going to be interesting to see as I talk you through the implosion of that in our next episode. But going forward, what that looks like. Especially if Jordan is just not coming to the party in talking about his feelings. It's just not going to end well. And I'm like, Jordan, you've got to kind of pony up a bit. Come to the party, pony up a bit and be honest. But with that, there is your kind of end of the week for week three recap. I will see you incredibly shortly as we dive into week four of the Big Brother experience. And we're getting spooky with Big Brother's Halloween week where we will see not one, not two, but three housemates bite the dust and be sent to the Big Brother graveyard. This is one hell of a week coming up and I'm really excited to talk it through with you. Thank you for joining me for this short episode of He's Always Watching, but I promise I have a lot more to say in our next episode. So stay tuned for that one. Thank you for being here. The response to this show is just beyond all my wildest dreams and I love you for it. So thank you, thank you, thank you because I love doing this show and I'm glad that you seem to enjoy listening to it as well. So I will see you very, very soon for even more action from Britain's Most Famous House. If you've enjoyed this episode, come say hello over on He's Always Watching Pod on Instagram and threads i'm mainly on instagram though if i'm honest and if you have please go leave us a five star rating whatever podcasting app you're listening on please take care out there and remember big brother's not the only one who's always watching see you soon glitter ball podcasts